Hello and welcome to the CISS podcast. This is the On the Spot series by China Forum. In this series, we return to the platform of international forums and webinars, where leading minds in academia, government, business, technology, and media deliver novel, collaborative responses to the global issues of the day. Hello and welcome to the CISS podcast on the spot series. I'm Johnny Run with China Forum, Tsinghua University. At the moment, the U.S.-China relationship is still undergoing difficulties at different levels. How could both sides restore constructive interaction in various sectors? Are there any differences between the general public and their government concerning their perceptions on the bilateral ties? Sun Yun, director of the China program at the Simpson Center, shares her opinions on how the American people are feeling for China and where the subtle changes come from. Sun took an interview with Judy Wen from China Forum late March when she traveled to Beijing to attend the fifth International Forum on Security and Strategy, organized by CISS Tsinghua University. Let's hear what she has to say. Please stay tuned. Welcome to our program. Could you please introduce yourself first? Sure. Well, thank you for the invitation to be here. It's a great pleasure and great honor. I'm the director of China program and co-director of East Asia program at the Stimson Center. We are a Washington D.C.-based global security think tank. I'm also a non-resident fellow with Brookings、uh, Brookings Institution. Associated with both their global development program and their foreign policy program, so I have always focused on China, China's foreign policy, U.S.-China relations, and、uh, China's interaction with the rest of the world. Okay, thank you. Because of the COVID nineteen, it's a been long time for you to get returned to Beijing. So, how long has it been since you last visit to Beijing? Uh, I think before this trip, the last time I was in Beijing was January twenty fifth of twenty twenty. So it has been three years and two months. So in total,、um, it was before COVID. But I think at that time, nobody was anticipating that this separation would last for so long. So you are expert in China U.S. relationship. You are living in U.S. for a long time and after so many years. So. What's your impression about the current relationship between our two countries? I mean, after this long pandemic. Well, I'm originally from China, so being in Washington for about twenty years now, I would say this past three years, you really witnessed unprecedented deterioration of relations between U.S. and China. You could sense it every day. You could see it from the media every day, and you could visibly see the attitude of the U.S. policy community towards China just getting worse and worse and worse. And there's no good news. There's nothing good about China, and there's no good news on U.S.-China relations. It was also three years that、um, you know that China had a very strict COVID quarantine and COVID control policy. I think that policy or the factual or the actual separation of people. Because people couldn't travel, has made the misunderstanding or the misperception even worse compared to it otherwise would have been. So I would say that yes, the past three years have witnessed unprecedented deterioration of relations between the two countries. So hopefully now China has reopened, we can、uh, make things better. So U.S. government, especially Biden administration, the judge the Chinese government as a strategic competitor. 
Mm. And now, so how do you think the different views from U.S. government and American people? Do you think they share the same attitude towards China? That's a great question. I would say that American people are not that well informed about China because, well, it's like Chinese people's understanding of America. A lot of it depends on what the government says and what the media says, right? So the source of the information or the type of the information that they receive about China has been very negative. It's like, well, American people don't interact with China, but when the balloon incident happened, it really presented a real sense of threat to the common people. So it's that type of hysteria, or this type of narrative that I think is being portrayed and being presented by the media and by a lot of American politicians that have, in my view, poisoned how people in the United States see China. And those perceptions are indeed very significant in terms of the shaping and the influence. Just you mentioned the balloon incident. During that time, many people, I mean, among Chinese ordinary people and American ordinary people, they think. The two countries will have a period to recover their relationship, but just because of the balloon incident, do you think it's a conquer this problem to recover our bilateral relationship? Well, the question is, recovers bilateral relationship to what? I mean, normal relationship. I think the problem is U.S.-China relations have been abnormal for a very long time. So yes, the Bali summit between President Xi and President Biden helped to improve the dynamic and the perception in both countries. And there was a very strong anticipation, a sense of anticipation that things would be better. But then balloon happened. I think things will recover, but it will take time. Last week, I was in Washington and I was asking a friend that, "Hey, what do you think is going to happen to U.S.-China relations?" And this is someone who has been observing the relationship for a very long time, and he said, "Well, you know, it's like a person, normal person, but suddenly got stabbed in the back." And will this person recover? Yes, he will recover, but it will take time for it to recover. And once it recover, it may not go back to the same. Place where he was. So I think that's quite accurate. In fact, ten years ago, Ken Libersol, an American scholar, and Professor Wang Zisi from Peking University, they jointly published a report. I think that really nailed down the problem between U.S. and China, which is structural. That U.S. as a status quo power and China as a rising revisionist power, their conflict in some way is inevitable. Is determined by who they are and where they are in the international system. So, in that sense, this structural conflict cannot be eliminated. So, the best you can do is how to manage it. So,、yeah. the balloon incident has made the management issue more difficult. With the increasing mutual distrust between China and the U.S.,、mm. the space for cooperation between our two is getting smaller and smaller right now.、Mm. Uh, while the areas of、uh, conflicts and the potential conflicts are getting more and more, as a China-born scholar working in U.S. think tank, how do you think of the role of、uh, think tank scholars in influencing、mm. China-U.S. relations? Do you think that the American think tank scholars have an objective and in-depth understanding of China? Because I know you、well, work. A, in, in yeah, I work in the think tank community. I've been there for about twenty years. I think think tank plays a very important role in the U.S.-China relations and also in terms of the U.S. policy towards China. Not because in think tanks help to make decisions, but because think tanks provide perspectives, information, and. Alternative thinking on the existing policy. So I think think tank scholars do try to contribute towards the policy by. 
for example, providing information that the government was not aware of, or provide perspectives that the government was not aware of. I think in the past three years, it has been very difficult for American think tank scholars to understand China because we're not here. How do you do research about China during these three years? I read Chinese language material every day. I watch CCTV, Xinhua Liaobo every day. I read Chinese People's Daily every day. I try to understand what is happening from the most authentic, the primary language source perspective. But it's still hard, right? And I think that's a bigger problem down the road. Like, for example, we do have dialogues between American think tanks and Chinese think tanks. We do talk about the policy issues, but a lot of times the discussions are not as in depth. As we want them to be, so I think that's really the problem about the understanding that to have better understanding, we need to have frank conversation. We need to have conversations that do not have red lines or taboo territories.、Mm. So we need to be able to talk to each other and then understand each other. But the problem is with the great power competition and the hostility between the two countries. It has become more and more difficult to have that conversation. So that's the why we are talking to each other. To each other today. Yeah. yeah. Thank you again. Of course. Thank, thank you for thank having you. me. That was Sun Yun, director of the China program and co-director of the East Asia program at the Stimson Center, sharing her perspectives on promoting U.S.-China ties at different levels. Thanks for listening.